There you go. Oh my Ooh. god. Holy fucking shit. Welcome to another episode of The End with Adam. You have your host here, Adam. Um, you may hear some interference. You may hear some bad quality, whatever. You're here and you're listening. And I thank you for that. Uh, right now, we've got a couple of guests on board here. We've got Davin Baxter all the way live from Mexico City. And then we've got uh, Brady Elizabeth Robinson. Elizabeth, yeah. That's my middle name, <laughs> um, guys. And um, me and Brady haven't talked for a little while, you know. Um, for a little bit, he was a neo-Nazi, and we had to actually pull him <laughs> off. The, we had to pull him off the front lines of Ukraine. But he's here to talk about his story, Brady. Why don't you talk about what's been going on over there? Over here, um, we're just going into a uh, increasingly bizarre dystopian hellscape. But I'm trying to get out of it. But I mean, well, not get out of it, but I'm trying to focus on myself and. Uh, Get out! Now you can't you can't escape it, but you know, build a better life for myself. I don't know. This world's going to fucking shit. It is going to shit. It is going to shit. So, I mean, for you, um, as one of the heads of the ne- former heads of the neo Nazi party in the East Coast, could you tell us a little bit about their plans moving forward? You know, uh, coming into twenty twenty four. Um, we're looking to team up with Putin and actually just completely okay. n- nuke Ukraine. Yeah. Okay. That's the okay. that's the first. It's just kidding. I actually hate all that stuff, and I don't have any opinion on it. But well, um, don't you know? Don't you know that the COVID show actually wrapped up the end of its first season? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right. And now, and now, the U.S. State Department has just launched their newest show called <laughs> the Ukraine Crisis. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, and our, will we get out of it? Vladimir we get high, higher gas prices. Higher yeah. prices everywhere. More Chinese oh, billionaires yeah. Oh, yeah. buying all the apartments still. <laughs> but you're not going to pay attention to that. You're paying attention to Ukraine. You mm-hmm. fucking Ukraine. You stand, do you stand with them? Are you a good person? Put, change well, your fucking only, profile picture right to the Ukrainian to flag, even though you can't name what? anybody from Ukraine. You can't even point to it on a map. Yeah, I mean, first of tell all, you. they all put up on Google, too. I, I, I just want to say this for the record. Brian Stelter, uh, Anderson Cooper, these are the greatest journalists of our time. (laughs) They have never been wrong about anything. In fact, I would say, I would go so far as to even put them in the same category as someone like Brian Williams, (laughs) who even though he couldn't make it to Iraq, he did us the favor as Americans to pretend that he was in Iraq in Atlanta and shoot an entire episode of his show thinking or making us think that he was under fire by Iraqi rebel forces. I think that Brian Stelter, Van Jones, Anderson Cooper, these guys are at the forefront of truth. Wouldn't you agree, Brady? Forefront of journalism where they're, you know, they're out there on the front lines getting the getting those stories that we wouldn't hear from ourselves absolutely absolutely so i have some other things i want to talk about on the episode today um my girlfriend just broke up with me which uh the um, don't say which one Stop. i mean that one the one that you were talking to earlier yes yeah, yeah i mean yeah. like like uh don't months say ago. Her, yeah don't say her name on the podcast yeah 
Yeah. Well, that sucks. Well, you know what she <laughs> said to me? You know what she said to me? What? Check this out. She was like, uh, I just, my friend asked me if somebody put a gun to my head, would I? <laughs> Yo, check this. Would I? Nah, dude, I'm not making this up. She was like, if somebody put a gun to <laughs> somebody put a gun to my head and was like, would you have a children? Would you have children in, in a family with Adam? And she was like, no. And she was like, well, that must mean that we shouldn't be together. And Holy I'm like, shit. And I'm like, I'm about to put a gun to your head. Yeah, I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm just kidding. No, we can't say that on the. We can't say that. Also, too. Also, too. Also, too. I'm just trolling. Yeah. Also, too. I respect. I respect this young lady. Beautiful woman. Um, she deserves much better than me, but I run a podcast, um, so <laughs> I'm gonna talk about it. So uh, that's what I do. That's a part of my fucking creative outlet. Um, so I'm going to Just have wait a till you get a stage where you're like, she's she was a dumb bitch, anyways. I'll no, I I'm here's the thing. Here's the only thing, only man. couple months. No, I'm just kidding. Here's, here's <laughs> the thing. Here's the thing. I've dated plenty of women that I've gotten to that conclusion with, but you know, this young lady, she is genuinely a great human being. And she deserves a podcast and Adam's trying to get her back. No, I'm just kidding. I'm being an asshole. uh, Can I be um, very clear about something? Yes. Yeah. Niggas have moved on. Um, Okay. Good, 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 good. Niggas is off that. I don't want to be, I listen, See, on. I used to tap dance for white bitches. This is something a lot of people don't understand. I used to have to fucking play this game with a lot of Caucasian women where they want you to not only be who you are, but excel beyond this um, impossible level in order to make them feel... Uh, secure that they're dating somebody that's outside of their race Mm -hmm. uh guess what Mm -hmm. i'm i'm independently wealthy i'm okay i don't need to prove that to you i don't need to have a fucking tap dance sing song game about it uh that's where i'm at and yeah i'm a little bit down right now china fucked me whatever but i always I got fucked so hard. We'll talk about it later, Brady. But at the end of the day, it's like I bring to the table to the people that I, not people, but to the women that I love, I bring them everything. I give them all that I have because that is my expression of love. And if that's not enough, then we're not compatible. And it's just that simple. But... um. I've met a lot of young ladies that aren't young anymore, Brady. <laughs> they're not young anymore? No, they're in their 30s. They're in their 35s. And they tell me a very similar story than what my ex told me, which is that <laughs> they were looking for the right guy who was going to be Mr. America and had his, you know. Maybe that's why they're 35 and they don't have a child. I would say that there may be something to that. See, I believe in investments. I believe in investing in people that I know are have the capacity to change and become better people. 
And I feel like a lot of women, especially very beautiful women, they have this false belief that they can just jump from guy, you know, oh, that guy didn't work. I can go to this other guy. That other guy's got another girl. Like, what do you think? Do you oh. think you're the only, pr- you know? Well, so do you think we should have a Sharia law and arranged marriages? No, no. I think women should be completely uh, uh, aware of what they're doing. In fact, I think that's more important. I think it's more important that women learn that, yes, you're going to meet a guy that's not going to be in the perfect position. And if you don't stick with that person, regardless of, you know, their whatever you think their issue is, if you don't stick with that person, um, be, you know, just to bind that love, which is, uh, you know, a responsibility in itself, that you should pay the consequences for that. Um, that's, that's a life consequence when you pass up on the things that are given to you by this universe, God, whatever you want to call it. I genuinely believe that this girl was a gift to me from God. Like I was like, I couldn't believe that she wanted to be with me and it was great to have time with her and it was great to get to know her life. But at the end of the day, it's like, if you're not seeing how hard I want to be that right person for you and you think that there's something else on the other side that is going to be right there, perfect for you, go ahead and explore that. Let me know how that goes. Yeah. It's, uh, it's over. That's the motto. <laughs> nah, I'm good, man. I'm You're good. good, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm but, good, uh, man. I, I feel free. I feel free, man. Like, I was, I was for months just, just, I mean, trying my fucking heart out to be this, like, good, good boyfriend. And it was like, my God. I mean... Brady, yeah, it was running me fucking ragged. You know me. You know, you know. Yeah, trust I, you... me. I don't. I don't want to get into because I don't want to insult. I don't want to like make you. I don't know her well enough, and I don't want to like uh make you mad or anything. But no, it wouldn't like, make me mad. You already know. You, know. you already know my belief systems, and she didn't hold any of them. So I kind of like was. I'm not really like upset about it. I'm not like, oh, you missed the the one that got right, away. Like right, I'm just right, like, right. yeah, you know, so yeah. be it. So be it. Exactly. So be it. And I'm so thankful for the experience. Like, you know, like I'm so happy that I got to meet someone like that who got to show me. Well, you, you got know, to yeah experience uh, some relationship experience under your belt. Yeah. Right. Like you can never be mad about that. But at the same time, it's like, uh, yeah, I don't feel bad about anything I did. Yeah. I, uh, I um I'm doing all right on my end, but that's for another day. Now on the podcast, nah, talk talking, about it. Talk I'm talk- about oh, I've just been. I've just. It's a it's a complicated scenario. I've still been talking to Sarah a little bit, but um, is she uh is she in your area? Uh, <clears throat> kind. It's it is like weird. So I'm not. I have no expectations, and I'm kind of like uh, she's supposed to come back. Like like she was supposed to do this court case bullshit and then um which she just finished this week and then she's supposed to come back so we'll see i'll I'll see if that actually happens right you're but uh i've seen her a couple times since i feel that i feel that yeah i don't know that's pretty complicated i don't want to 
delve too yeah, no, into it. I don't really, I don't really have any expectations or anything right now. I don't really know what's where's going, where I'm going with that. So I'm just going yeah. one day at a time. Well, Davin went through a pretty serious heartbreak earlier this year. Um, yeah, it was. I mean, at the end of last year, but yeah, that shit. Welcome to the heartbreak. Welcome to the heartbreak club, bro. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, Adam. What you need to do. What you need to do though is watch more Andrew Tate. I, no, I do. I do watch Andrew Tate. I love. I, yeah, I yeah. He may have his. All right, perfect, perfect. Yeah, I'll be watching his stuff because he got banned off Twitter. Yeah, yeah. So. I just pay for his. I just pay for his shit. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I, I like that guy. Um, yeah, shout yeah. out to Andrew Tate. Uh, if you hear this, uh, you're you're a lit one. Uh, you made it out the matrix. Good for you, bro. But uh, yeah, yeah. That's why I be. Uh, that's, I've been DoorDashing a shit ton, saving up my money. Fucking gonna look like a heroin addict and try futures again, but whatever. <laughs> but at least Didn't I've been grinding. They, like, do Andrew Tate. With, I don't want to get too much going. into. I don't want to get too much into COVID, but. Didn't they do something weird in DC where like you have to have like like a uh uh COVID pass to like go I got anywhere? Some, I got there's two funny things about um first one is they did do that and then they only did it for a month and then now they already took it off and they said it's up to the businesses if they want to do it or not. So like yeah. I actually went to my first show um a couple weeks ago, like a club glow show and at Soundcheck. I saw Headhunters and um what's it called? Number two I don't know if you remember, but in Austria, they had like a a thing like if you didn't get vaxxed, you were gonna get uh, fined and like thrown fined, in prison yeah. and shit. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then the day before, which is like, it has one of these days now, like uh, they took it off. They they took they like ended the mandate thing. So like they basically that's what Ooh. they've been doing to people. I've noticed is that they they like scare them and tell them this is gonna happen, and then they like implement it for a little bit, and then they take it off. And then they like to me it's this it's this weird like beat down like um slow like change thing though where they're eventually gonna get to that vax pass two point I think but you're, bre- you're breaking up I was saying eventually they're gonna make it to that vax pass two but every mm-hmm. country and state it seems to be like they're like they like put on restrictions they take off restrictions they put on they take it off so it kind of confuses me yeah they want to see what they can get away with um. Yeah. I was just talking. I was just talking to a buddy of mine. Um, I won't say his name, but like he's trying to find work, and I was like telling him like how to go about it because the way that recruiters do it is they're gonna say, "Oh, uh, send send me proof of your vaccination," and you have under the um, Supreme Court ruling, you have the right to say, "I have a religious exemption. I will be you know testing myself daily or whatever." to be within compliance of your health guidelines. However, I do not opt into taking a vaccine and I plan not to, and they can't not hire you when you do that. I mean, they don't have to, I mean like that whole religious exemption thing, like they try to like make it so it doesn't work. I feel like I've, I've looked into it and like, I looked into the well, childhood. My, my mom, my mom used it for like her, like uh, whatever, like the. So your mom, Masi, somebody who I think could get away, like easier, easier get away with it because she, she has her own culture. She's like actually, was, yeah, she's like actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, like, you're right, you're right, you're right. I'm a domestic terrorist, technically, yeah, quote unquote. So like, 
So they would uh they would just <laughs> say fuck off, fuck you. I'm a domestic terrorist. Yeah, that's yeah, my that's blazing my on thing. the track, blazing on the track, yeah. Yeah, but um, we need but to stop, I'm, stop I'm glad he I'm glad he reconnected with me, man. You know, I, I know we get into fights sometimes, <laughs> but you know, no, nah, yeah, we, like, I mean, it's my I just go with the flow, it goes in and out, so whatever is how it goes. With everybody, all my relationships, I think. Yeah, man. You know, I'm just at this point because I just got a lot of shit going on in my life. I really just want to keep things positive, you know. Like I just want to think about things in a in a better light than thinking about them, you know, negatively. However, you know, there's a lot to consider that happens to be negative, and I, I no think uh, I guess this will be some better kind of life. Life is suffering, and you got to accept that, and like just deal with the fact that life is like it's not bad. That's not a bad thing, but that's how life life is, and it doesn't mean you need to be negative, but you need to accept that, like, uh, uh, suffering, it, life is suffering, and suffering is from craving, and if you prevent yourself, like, you, you just have to accept, uh, the downside, and not focus on being happy all the time, I feel like people, people focus on that so much, on trying to be happy, but as a man, we need to be, like, uh, three states of mind, happiness, neutral, and then anger, instead of sadness, because I think anger, if you can use it the right way, should be able to fuel your drive, so as a man, I think people around in the society, they, they focus so heavily on positivity, positive vibes, stuff like that, where I'm more focused on, like, when bad things happen to me or, or life shit, I'm like, this is life. It's just fucking bullshit. I got to deal with. This is just part of it. And uh, usually when I am suffering, I am craving. You're always wanting something. You want it a certain way. So in that exact moment, if you can just stop wanting and craving something, you could literally prevent, you can stop causing pain to yourself. Well, that's so, uh, essentially stoicism. Is it? I don't even yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. stoicism. Yeah, well, I'm not really like in the camp of like, I think, well, I don't know stoicism well, but I think one of the critiques of stoicism is that those people become too like nonchalant. They're like, I don't care about anything. And let's just not care about anything. <laughs> I think, I don't know yeah, that's, that's not really its um its central point of teachings. I think that's how people tend to interpret it. Uh but yeah, it's basically like stoicism at the end of the day is just exercising self-control, especially over your emotions. And that's not to say that like you're not supposed to feel, you know, or you're not supposed to like live your life or, you know, experience things in that way. But it's most it's mostly have to, having to do with um, not letting your emotions dictate how you react to every single situation that you come across in, in life. Which I think for the most part is pretty agreeable. I mean... You don't want people running around screaming at each other all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I was uh, just kind of, of course, like that. I'm oversimplifying it. If you really want to get into it, then definitely read um, uh, the Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. Who, if you don't remember, who I know that who he is. is. I know yeah, who okay, is, yeah. cool. Well, for anybody who doesn't, it was the um, yeah, pretty much the, the audience, the emperor of Rome during the golden age of the Roman Empire, uh, and he was basically writing this book to himself. They were just notes, like a compilation of notes. Uh, that were inspired from different sources of uh, educational teachers that he had, philosophical people that he met, like previous leaders of the Roman Empire, like, you know, just other people that he had in his life, military generals, et cetera, et cetera, friends of his. And so he was writing this book to himself, and then when he uh, finally passed, the senators had found his book somewhere like by his bedside or whatever, and they were like reading through it. And... Of course, like he never really had the intention of publishing it, but when they were reading through it, they were like, holy shit, this is incredible. Like, we have to, you know, publish it. Mm-hmm. Or we have to make sure that, like, 
people can have access to it because it's, it's a very profound piece of, uh, of literature. And yeah, it pretty much became the, um, the centerpiece for Stoicism ever since. Yeah, so I'll, I'll look into it because I don't really under I don't really um I think know much really, about it. I, don't, I think you'd really. I just uh, know I'm pretty sure. Is it like I I'm being a critic uh, of it that like things I've heard about it. Isn't it like isn't that what like liberal like uh base like a lot of liberals believe in? And, I like, don't they, think so. No, I'm not sure. Is that no, true? Or it's not, not it's really. Actually, like, um, it's not. It doesn't really. Um, it doesn't really resonate with but like yeah, yeah it's not exactly and especially okay, okay. i don't think stoicism really resonates with um contemporary like political ideologies anyway okay yeah it's more pretty it's very more much its own thing political theory yeah yeah davin's a, a great um uh resource into just like ain't like actual historical political theory you know not like this whole like fucking branded shit that we have now where it's like <laughs> oh it's got to be right or it's got to be left or it's got to be like there's there was yeah, yeah. philosophies that existed beyond that they haven't the great resource were much more profound yeah than being caught in a fucking political left right spectrum or you know whatever the hell <laughs> Which, um, i'm pretty sure didn't plato like he was pretty open about like yeah once it becomes like this left right thing like you're it's no longer a democracy like you're well he was also very in. critical of democracy from the ground up he was like this is pretty much well, how that's what i've been noticing is fall. trash like, is democracy's been trash i've been thinking about that i was like one it's probably rigged and two both side so both they're so two sides of the same coin and then three like if one side does win some of them just put their boot into you and just fucking completely are allowed to just fuck up society which is just ridiculous we're just flip-flopping back and forth between these i don't know i just I, i've been noticing how ridiculous i feel like it is oh and finally there we're letting literally the biggest idiots like the, the majority of people are usually wrong like i swear to god all they're they're wrong so much the mainstream opinions and we're it's like gross. allowing these people to vote and shit and i'm just like it, it like it, <laughs> i just find this stuff ridiculous i don't have a solution but i've just been noticing how ridiculous it is with what i'm seeing in the world today there's they still get these these you know, WEF guys up there anyways, like through quote democracy or whatever. Like, Oh yeah. Like, I mean, well, we're dealing with, we, we have 22nd century problems that we're dealing with, with 20th and 19th century tools. We're not equipped politically to deal with the world that we exist in. And you're finding people who are very privy to that, just manipulating the system to benefit themselves because they know that it's an outdated system that actually is uh, incompetent when it comes to dealing with the issues of today. So that's what you find. I remember you know, they taught us about like an oligarchy back in the day where like all the rich yeah. people got, and I used to think of these rich people were gathering around at a table controlling society. I mean, yeah. that's at this point, that's literally what it is. I it think. was like that in 20, they did a, uh, it was in 2013, they said the U.S. was officially an oligarchy. I mean, we like we're the ones that are buying the bullshit as Americans of thinking that we live in a democracy. The rest of the world treats us like we live in an oligarchy because we do. The movers and shakers, the people that the rest of the world, the financial markets, the the fucking bureaucrats, everybody, they're looking at what Elon Musk is saying. They're looking at what uh, Jeff Bezos is saying. They're looking at what Bill Gates is saying. They're not looking at what the American people want. Yeah, that's yeah. that's an oligarchy. Yeah, 
where we are no longer uh, a part of the equation when it comes to our own foreign or domestic policy. Well, so they've caught they've caught like African countries, other countries, like with rigged elections. They've caught them. Like they've had like scandals and stuff. But I'm just like, okay, it's going on over there. Like, why? Who's to say it's not happening over here and stuff? Like, oh, but say? Brady, it's America. Nothing happens here. Like, <laughs> yeah, that. it's only ex. We have an, we have the experts here. My bad. Yeah, what are you talking about? You're not the experts. It's <laughs> no, the I remember Owen. Owen uh, I said to Owen, we because he we like a, won't you know, talk to me by the a way. A debate about me. COVID or whatever, and he's like, "Well, yes. wouldn't you trust a car mechanic with your car?" And I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "Wow, you've never gotten your car fixed." Because That's what I was thinking about. Yeah, I was also like, "Don't yeah. they just charge you out the ass sometimes?" Yeah, the, the mechanic, point of a car they, mechanic is to fucking overcharge you and swindle you. Like that just shows you, like how. And peace to Owen, not trying to say bullshit about the, my nigga, but you're mad sheltered, my guy. Like, <laughs> you're mad sheltered. Like, this world would eat you alive if it could. You're very lucky that you live in a place where that's not a problem for you because, God forbid, you have to go to a car mechanic in Metro Detroit because you will leave in debt. So the next time you think that because somebody's an expert that they won't take advantage of you, just go ahead and try to go get your car fixed in Metro Detroit. <laughs> yeah. So you were about to say something before that, though. I forget. I feel like. I don't remember. I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> um, what have you been up to, Brady? Um, fucking saving money and fucking door dashing and. I'm gonna tr- fucking trade again in a week when the new contract in on the 18th. Cool. So you I don't know, just the same old, nickel. same old. To be honest, you should buy a bunch of nickels futures. Nickels futures, shut the fuck up. This is the thing. I could, if nickel, I wanted to, like, is like to get like commodities and like big things like that. I would need like thousands of dollars to like to like hold the con to like you know allow I, them to I, hold contract. I lost 4k in like a week. Nah, how? Yeah, on um, it was mainly on these ETFs that my um. Wait, when did, when was this? This was about a month ago. No way! Tell me, tell me, please. So, um, my Taiwanese plug like got me into all these like Russian and Eastern Bloc like futures. No, you didn't. Are you serious? No, that's I'm not no joking. Way. I'm not. I'm not joking. Like this is exactly like I got fucked. Like, what did you buy? Um, I had to look at my fucking Robinhood, but. It was just bundles that he was sending me, ETFs. Wait, wait, is this like, during the crisis or before the crisis? Before. before. This is okay, like okay. three, four months before. Like when I was up, I was up. I mean, you saw me. I was buying fucking Balenciaga. Like I was good. Like I could have quit my job. Like I was on the track to like I could quit my job and like go back to filmmaking. And then the Moscow exchange went down 50% in one day. And then the Moscow. And this was like a week before that, honestly. Like yeah, I started, started noticing before even. Yeah, I started noticing that like what the fuck is going on. So I didn't want to pull it out because I was like, oh, it'll just drop back up or it'll pop back up. And no, it didn't. <laughs> welcome <laughs> to the market. <laughs> they said. They said, welcome to the like, yeah, welcome to the fucking market, man. Welcome <laughs> to the fucking market. This is what I get for listening to fucking Taiwanese people, man. 
Nah, peace to my boy Ch- Jasper. Nah, that's he's, just he's, how. He's this is, this is why personally I don't tell anybody anything. Like I'll give them, if they really want my opinion, I'll tell them it. But like I'm not. They're like, yo, what? What should I do with this? What should I do with that? Should I sell? Should I buy? Like, but I'm like, man, I don't fucking know. Like, like this because if if it fails, you're gonna hate me. Yeah. And, like, and no, like, I don't hate. I don't hate. No, like, no you I don't hate him. They don't hate him. But like, it feels like I lost you money. And number two. Like I, it's literally a might as well go flip a coin, bro. Like go flip a fucking coin. That's your yeah. that's your odds right there. It's gambling. Yeah. And like I I I conned myself into thinking that it wasn't gambling. Like I like conned myself into thinking like, oh well, my Taiwanese plug. Like he knows he knows what's going on. And it's just like he was like, nah, dude. I pulled out like after the Evergrande thing. Like didn't you pull out? And I was like, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, the I just tell people to stay away from markets because I already know what's happened to me and many others. Like, yeah, some people are making money, but it's the casino. Like, it's a casino. It's a casino. But um, yeah. Should I release this episode? I feel like my ex is gonna be like, yeah, you don't have to. Yeah. Yeah, don't you don't have to. No, I'm gonna release it anyways. I'm gonna fuck. We don't date, so who cares? <laughs> I can just imagine. Uh, nobody would ever say something mean like that to me. <laughs> they like, want that, yeah. though, bro. Like, you, they want to be treated like literally the old adage of fucking, like, people like that went to our school and some of these girls that would love the douchebags, the guys treat them like shit. They literally want but that. Girls like, in, a, in that. their own, no, 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 in their own new way, okay? They don't want you to like actually like treat them like shit, but they want drama and they want you to like, you know, kind of be yeah, a douche dude, and like, you know, igno- ignore them and like that's give the them. Thing. They are addicted to it, bro. They I want know. it. I listen, dog. You gotta, give it, you gotta give it to them in your own, like, you gotta just like feed it to them, but like, no, you're strong and you're like, this is bullshit. I'm just doing it because she's literally like, these women, they, they feed off of it. Like, yeah, you can't. Bugging. If you don't, then that means basically you're kind of like a, you know, you're, you're laid back, not laid back, but uh, you're not like, an arrogant douchebag man that's what they they want you to be like a, you know other people want to kill you and they don't like you and you're like dangerous like they don't want you to be like a timid like oh yeah i'll do everything for you i was just talking to you I, I was just talking to cj about that it's like the minute that you drop like being like hard and you're just like yo like i love you like you know when you like get vulnerable like mm-hmm. that's that's right around the time that like I noticed yeah exactly that girls turn on you like it's like oh you wanted me to open up and then I do and then now they're it's lying like, they're lying they're lying right but like you know I thought I had better game well, you got to do it in like this game. like controlled like game manner I don't describe it like at the end of the day you're still in a relationship and you still got to play a game like in a way like you can't. You're yeah, like, oh, I no don't, games, I blah, blah. This is, this is how it fucking operates. It's literally bullshit, but, like, I don't know. Women, <laughs> yeah, that's just how it operates. You don't have to be a mean, like, a mean douchebag, but you gotta, like, do it right. No, of course. Like, and, I, yeah, I just, I'm, I'm, at, I'm out of, um... Oh. She's just... Def- deflated me man like holy fucking shit and i'm sorry for my listeners who got to keep hearing about this 
I promise will there will never be another like episode where I talk about my own personal relationships because it's fucking boring. But uh, goddamn, dude, like I was already going through so much shit in Michigan, like just trying to get my life together, and then it's like when a girl's like, "Yeah, like oh, I would have been with you if you were twenty, if I was twenty one." I'm like, "Oh, so I'm like a little boy to you?" Oh, okay, <laughs> dope. I'm like dope. Cool. I don't want to. I don't want to like talk shit about her. No, nah, I'm not I even can... talking shit about her. This is what she no, said. No, no, not me. you, not you, me. I want to say some stuff, but I don't want to like. I don't want to be rude. Yeah, I, I don't want you to be rude because again, like she's somebody that like I still respect. I don't even like... know her well enough either. I'm just judging her too. Like I'm, I don't actually know her. No, nah, it's all good. Uh, but uh, how's uh? So what? So, um, when you when you and Sarah were together, like, were things good? I mean, um, yeah, but I learned my le- I learned what I, I, I like. Obviously, I didn't really do anything like wrong, wrong. But I learned about the like the drama shit and like the simp stuff and like you know look, not being on edge, not 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 being on edge, but like not like being a. You know, a, sh- a strong man. They want like I don't know how to describe it. I-, I was really uh, mentally upset at that time of my life because of like my family and the some bad things right. that happened. And yeah. uh, so I got I kind of broke my frame, not my frame, broke my like. You got spirit. vulnerable. I wasn't. Yeah, I was really vulnerable, and I like n- was very needy almost uh, for the first time in my life. Like, and it's just a really it's a big turn off. Yeah, no, I can tell. I can tell. Well, the, for the women, they just they despise it. They start to start to just like, like, bro. For example, I'm just gonna use um my one one of my good friends, one of my best friends that you know that lives right near me. Uh, that, uh you know, my white friends. He um yeah. he has a girl, and we'd be playing games, and he'd be saying like, "God, this guy's so fucking gay," or he'll say like. I don't know. He'll say he'll just he, he, basically. He said, "Uh, God, these guys are so fucking gay." And his girl behind him freaked out. She's like, "What's gay? What's gay about that?" He's like, "Huh? Explain to me. How is that gay?" And I heard it all like from behind. And I'm like, and yeah. he's like, "Sorry, sorry." Like, blah blah blah. And then he'll say like, instead of saying derogatories now, he'll say like, uh, Jupiter or something instead of Jew or something. I don't know. He'll make up a word. Yeah, right. And uh, he's got to like tiptoe his ass around her now. And like, yeah. He tells me, like, he's like, oh, she's here. I got to like, you know, say this. I'm like, man, I just laugh my ass up. I'm like, man, you can't can't say shit. Yeah, I can't do that, man. And uh, he was like, and I was like, the women start to despise you because of that. If you don't like, not despise you, but if they can like run your life and like tell you what to do and like run run everything, they start to like, they want you to be like, put your foot down and be like, shut the fuck up. Like, seriously, (laughs) like, they will kind of want you to do that in a way. No, it's, I mean, there's there's a there's a level to there's a level to it, but like, I think for her it just ran its course because like she wants marriage, she wants a family, she wants the kids, and I'm like, all right, after two months of dating, like you're in that headspace, like okay, we're clearly not on the same like page, you know? Like, yeah. I was just trying to get to know you. We met on fucking Bumble. Like, what are you talking Somebody about? Somebody tweeted out, <laughs> do you know how much, do you know how many things have to go wrong in a woman's life for her to end up on Tinder? <laughs> but nah, no, no, no disrespect <laughs> to her. No disrespect to her because some bad stuff has <laughs> happened to her. So, you know, like, everybody's got to find love where they can get it. And 
um i uh i did have a great time with her you know and it's like i'm not gonna disparage that but at the end of the day it's just like are you fucking serious like your your mental experiment of if somebody put a loaded pistol to your head like <laughs> okay if someone put a loaded pistol to my head i, I don't know i got probably- a loaded pistol to your head bro I can't even think of a question to ask you, but like that's what I always be saying to people. You got a gun to your head, you got to answer this question. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, all right, if that's what you needed to like convince yourself that you don't like me, then like, yo, peace. Like, I didn't need that. You could have just said a week ago, I'm not feeling it, you know? And like that would have been chill. But like you had to fucking do a, a mental experiment where you almost got your head blown off to decide whether or not you liked me. And I'm just like, okay, I didn't need that. I don't need that fucking shit on my conscience. At the end of the day, it's like, I don't know. I mean, yeah, like I like microdosed on mushrooms, like, and one day she came over and I was like still like coming down off of mushrooms. And like, she like used that as like, Oh, like I don't want, like I don't want the father of my kids to like be on what I'm just like. Okay. Man, fuck that bitch. Who cares? Don't call her a bitch, but like, right. I, yeah. But 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 I did feel that exact same way in its same ethos, where I'm just like, yo, listen. That's one of the one things I will say about Sarah's. I can do whatever the fuck and say whatever the fuck I want. That's Thank that's the God. thing is every girl every girlfriend I've ever had like has always understood that like when I'm making a joke it's coming from a place of goodness like I feel like all the time with this particular girl like I can't be around Simon her just liberals in general you got to tiptoe around everything Fucking she's not hard. even like a big liberal like she doesn't care about vaccine she doesn't give a shit about any of that stuff like she's like very like neutral like. Uh, from, what I, well, from what I heard, she got mad at you well one time, like one of your first interactions, because some uh, you laughed at some girl's joke across from the table or whatever, and like surely oh, could have yeah, been a girl yeah. thing, whatever. Oh but, yeah, like, she like she like held that against on. me forever. By the way, like yeah, that, like, and, yeah, and uh, that whole thing just made me like feel like she's like feminist, and to me, feminists are just doomed to be thirty-five years old with no fucking kids. I mean, I don't know because they're all fucking. Brain- I feel bad for these women because they've been literally brainwashed by this fucking yeah, mainstream I feel bad. I feel media bad. agenda shit, and this is this is the problem. They they truly do. You need a strong man to deprogram you, to help you, put you on the right path. Because when you listen to the government and you listen to the society as a woman, they your life, you have so much temptation and things that can completely ruin your value. But you don't understand it because you're naive, because you're young, and you don't understand that like your your decisions are permanent, especially as a woman. They they've been given their value and they need to protect it. As a man, we have to create our value, and they uh, the society tells them to basically just partake in activities that are going to ruin them over time, which they don't understand. Like you know, go out and do drugs and party and be a whore and not saying but that she, she does yeah, that. She doesn't not do saying she does, yeah, not she saying she does that, that. But there's a, there's a whole list there's a whole list of things. I was really going more on the general thing. I wasn't right, at a right. certain point. I wasn't talking about her. But for her for her, every girl's got their own psyops. All right. They all got their own psyops. They got that's go such through. a good. That's such a good point. And Every they need a man or a father. Truly, truly, this is why you need a strong father as well. Because the father is gonna, you know, help with the. This world is vicious. Like he's gonna help help the girl, you know, get through that. I don't know. I don't know. Well, a lot of these girls just, you know, they they just feed into the fucking machine that ultimately like leaves them 
fucking childless or depressed on SSRIs or just fucking, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. Into politics, like a woman super into politics, just random shit like that. Like, it's all bad for yeah. the. It's I mean, luckily, like, she's, she's very much into her career and, like, wants to, like, yeah. pursue that. I don't know. Like, if she heard this, I'm not even, I don't even know her, so I don't even know. I couldn't give you any specifics or whatever. I just started going on a tangent mainly about, like, uh, women in general. This go- pretty much goes for, like, every woman. Even people, like, I mean, my parents or something. I feel like my dad wasn't, like, a. Sh- I mean, he was in his own way, but, like, I don't know. He didn't, like, he, like, a, I don't want to get into that, honestly. Never mind. Forget what I was going to say. <laughs> uh, Dad, I don't know. They, they're just going to finish off. They need a strong man to like lead them through this fucking matrix. I, I'm not 100% That's... in agreement with you. However, I do understand your principle in that. I do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, Davin, what are your thoughts? Not sure, man. I mean... <clears throat> I guess it's different culturally, but uh, I think, yeah, in general, people want to be with a strong individual at the end of the day. Yeah, I guess, uh, I guess at the end of the day. that kind of like characteristic is, is very attractive. I think as a man, it matters even more, like, because we need to be like the, the, the rock, the strong, like, no matter what, no matter what happens in, as, to your family, like, you're the, like, guy that needs all strong especially even if we have children and stuff you know you can never cave can never get weak while the woman kind of can and you know you hold her by your side type shit yeah i I would say like that's an appropriate stereotype Mm -hmm. that's very true and i think there's anything i value it's that it's that like i wasn't uh strong you know the whole way through you know i was going through my own shit and uh i was you know she you just gotta. I mean, on, you gotta learn. You, yeah. you gotta learn. So these are your first. I mean, these are just lessons. At the end of the day, like, I, to me, like, you know, you, you're now your next relationship. You're gonna know way more things. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have way more, uh, way more knowledge. And it's, like me and my first relationship, I mean, I had no idea what I was doing at all. And now going into it, I still don't know what I'm doing, but I have way better understanding of uh, um, what what not to do, what to do. I don't know. Yeah, it was weird because like I've had relationships, I've had multiple, multiple relationships since before. Well, you're Allie. older. You haven't had one in your older life. I feel like since this. That's girl. true. No, that's true. That's true. Uh, I haven't had like an adult like post out of college. Out of yeah, out of school, out of that matrix. Like even because like my like first two relationships were technically out of college but i was still in college world i mean you were there right like you yeah. remember yeah like i was still like in new orleans diddy thing. so like it wasn't the same as like you know trying to start a adult relationship with somebody that you just met you know so yeah you know there's trial and error you learn you know but i just want to say for the record you know that she was a, a really great person but i just wasn't ready for her, you know Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's whatever. Yeah, it's fine. You know? All relationships are in a state of impermanence. Yes, yes, that is That's true. what I always say. Basically, my our relationship will end, your and Davin relationship will end, because, because one of you will die, or... Uh, oh, Brady, I can tell you end. this right now. You and I, we're destined to do this forever. 
I already told you your life's ending with me, and you know that. So. Yeah, I, I know. It's going to be you. plenty of times. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be. It's gonna be you, Davin. I'm be seventy. I'm be like, I got nothing to lose anymore. This guy fucking makes me mad. One more time, I'm flying over there, and that's the end of it. Yeah, I'll be walking. I'll be walking out of the TriStar building in downtown or in uh, downtown Hollywood. Then I'll just turn to my left, and I'll just see Brady walking up the street. And I'll so know. I I've seen you for twenty years, and then you'll see yeah, me but, now, but and you'll be like, you'll know, know in that moment. Yeah, yeah be like this. This he's is not coming it. back to say what's up. No, this he's the- not coming back to like say what good i'll just put a briefcase down i'll just say hey i get it and then boom boom 222s to the chest i'm That's dead it. on boom, ho- boom. and then i'm gonna go boom boom myself yeah my, and then my I'm, own chest i'm dead on hollywood boulevard just like you know the rest of the legends but yeah. uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'll write a manifesto, but all it'll say is, like, I literally told him I was going to kill him for 50 years. Yeah, I, I, I would make it. sure that he didn't go to jail. So I'd be like, in my will, I'd be like, it will be Brady Robinson that kills me. Make sure that I will not press charges. I owe this to him. <laughs> he, he let me live a long time. He didn't even kill me. To he, didn't, say it. Didn't, he didn't shoot. He didn't, yeah, he didn't shoot up my high school. He didn't come blow me up in New Orleans. Uh, at this point, I knew it was coming to me. Yep. It's like you're running from the MS-13 your whole life, and then they catch you, and you know it's your time. It's over. Yep, yep, yep. yep. I saw uh, Pulp Fiction yesterday. Yeah. Oh, Can you did explain you? to me what Bruce, like, what was Bruce Willis in that movie for? Like, what connection did he have to so, anything? So, Pulp Fiction is a chronology, or or not chronology, it's an anthology, excuse me. It's a reverse, right, yeah. An anthology, no, an anthology is a bunch of disconnected, uh, seemingly disconnected stories that all happened during the same time period. So it like it's like vignettes, like small stories, like mini stories into different people's lives in L.A. So like you saw the Vega brother or the... John Travolta and yeah, but they so they Emil straight he, Bruce Willis straight killed him and uh and then like you know I thought they were gonna like link that back or something but they never did that was the end of like you never saw that Bruce was the Willis end, again if his, that was the end so life, all that was really showing was his yeah, life so that was the purpose of it yeah like also, just, the scene with Marcellus getting yeah. fucking in the back room that was actually yeah. a really good scene as well yeah well yeah like it was supposed to be shocking like yeah but like. That was supposed to show like that the the only way he was ever gonna get out of LA alive is if somehow him and Marcellus came to some kind of can you know uh, agreement that he could get out of there alive. And it took Marcellus literally getting raped and him having to like stop that for Marcellus to be like, Okay, leave LA. This stays between you and me, and you're done. But like, other than that, he was gonna get killed. Yeah, yeah. That whole scene was sick, though. Yeah, like yeah. when he stands up and he's wobbling over it, like, where is he? About to go fucking, and he shoots the lady <laughs> accidentally in the leg. Yeah, that was crazy. Uh, the so when he wakes up, like, and there are those people standing over him. There's like a lot of um, like uh, Hollywood people that you don't recognize, like uh, Kathy Griffin was like one of the ladies who was like are you okay 
Like that was Kathy Griffin. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, we can end this episode. This is a good one. Um, thanks, guys, for joining. It's another episode of The End with Adam. Love you guys for listening. We're going to have some good stuff coming up uh, with some interviews this week. Uh, so stay tuned. Uh, you, have to, you have to make it leave, yep. Brady. Slash leave.